Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Biblical Scapes and Discussion. For this episode, it's great to be joined by more than one guest from the collective Perhelion, which I've probably pronounced wrongly, but I suspect each of my three guests probably pronounce it entirely differently. So it's a pleasure to welcome David Southern, Matt Cattell, and Karis Jones. Um, good evening and welcome, and thank you for your time this evening. Good to be with you. Thanks, you. Before we get to talking about the recent book, which is a kind of a collection of all uh, seven photographers' works, it would be great if you could give, a, give an introduction to yourself. Now, David, you joined me about 18 months ago, so I will ask you to reintroduce yourself first. Right, rather than reinvent myself. So um, I'm a full-time photographer based in the northeast of England on the Northumberland coast. I spent many, many years living in Surrey. Uh, at which point I joined the uh, Bar Healing Collective back in 2016. Uh, at the time, I was working for the Global Conservation Organization, the World Wildlife Fund, or the WWF. And um, I, I left uh, the WWF in 2018 to concentrate on, on my photography. And last year, um, as, you, as you know, Ewan, because um, we spoke about it, I published my first my first book, um, mostly intimate landscapes from the Northumberland coast, which is if I'm known for anything, I'm probably um, known for that genre of photography rather than anything else. Very good, Caris. Over to you. Thanks. Um, yes, uh, I'm an equine fine art photographer. Um, my twin passions have sort of followed me through my life. I love horses. I love photography. And I was fortunate enough a few years ago um, to have some time to put the two together. Uh, and I really honed in on the sort of fine art element of equine um, uh, photography. It's a side hustle, if I'm honest, at the moment. I'd love to but you you know, the time of life, when there's a lot of other things going on um, that I'm still able to do as well. So, um, you know, I, I do a bit of everything. Um, uh, I, I suppose um, I really enjoy sort of more abstract approach to equine photography. So I'm interested to bring some other unusual techniques into the work I do. Um, and I've been fortunate enough to be a Parhelia member for, I think, coming up to three years now. Um, and it's been, yeah, it's it's an interesting because of everybody's different skills and approaches and what have you. So, yeah, that's a bit about me. Very good. And by no means last, Matt. Hi. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I've been using a camera since, well, pretty much since I could I could crawl. Um, I did a, a like dark room black and white photography back at college, and it's something that sort of stuck with me. Um, it's kind of never gone away, and I, I suppose it's sort of combined with a, an, an interest of with with the outdoors. It sort of led to a, a passional sort of development, or an interest in sort of landscape photography, but also wildlife photography, and <clears throat> and sort of where those two genres kind of um, kind of meet. Um, I'm very interested in sort of wildlife within that sort of landscape and, and and using photography to sort of tell that that sort of narrative that sort of story i don't remember when i joined parhelion uh, it was a year before caris and probably a year after david so. <laughs> right 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 in the middle but so obviously there's i think there's seven or there's certainly seven photographers featured in the book mm. um i'm interested to know so where did the idea for the book come from i'll go to you first matt well, I suppose to a certain extent, it started um, back in 2018 when we did an exhibition down in Chichester, um, and it went really well, and and we got a lot of sort of all positive support, both from sort of photographers and, and non-photographers, and uh, it was kind of we were sort of banding around sort of ideas that sort of followed or sort of flowed out of that, and, and one of the ideas that we we sort of talked about was a as a some form of publication, whether that would be a full-on book, a zine, or, or or somewhere in somewhere in 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 the middle. So that that was where it sort of kickstarted. So it's been it's sort of been a very long, very long process. Or we've been thinking about it for for a long time. Yeah, and in terms of yourself, David, obviously you you brought out your first book last year. 
how how has the experience varied, or has there been any influence from from this book, um, from the group book that's like to maybe influenced your own personal photo book publishing journey? Yeah, well, certainly, um, you know, having that experience um, helped a great deal. Um, liaising with the printers, for example. And we very much divided and conquered um, the, the individual tasks to, to complete the book. Um, Sarah, who, who obviously isn't on this call now, um, she did the main design. She's um, professional in, in, in book design. Um, but we all fed into that, um, all fed into that process. And we all fed into the process for the curation, which we'll say a little bit more about a bit later. Yeah, but certainly, certainly having the experience of of going through publishing my own book um, helped helped an awful lot. I would say, you know, I you you have an idea what you want the end product to look like, and and with that vision in mind, um, it helps 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 you steer through the uh, through through the design phases. I would say. Yeah. And Caris, in, in terms in terms of the I suppose the general approach or what was the the theme the narrative what what was the general outset in terms of what what was the group wanting to convey because obviously you as you say as we've mentioned you've got a whole group of photographers who come at it with very different backgrounds and very different interests. Yes, I mean it was an interesting process. Um, I mean, it's something that we've got to thank COVID for in a way, because during lockdown, it gave us a bit of time um, to really focus on it, you know, when it's in its embryonic form. Um, so if there's a positive of COVID, I'd like to think our book is one of them. I <laughs> um, uh, can't think of many others. Um, but, um, you know, in terms of the process, I, I think it was, it was fairly self-forming because we set ourselves a brief, because we've got a, a strong um, sort of ethos as a group, you know, we're drawn together because we have some connections with the southeast of England, but more importantly, um, outdoor photography in some shape or form is what binds us. So that gave us a good um, sort of collective starting point. Um, and then from there, it was it was. I hope I'm not oversimplifying this um, from memory, but it was a case of really choosing the sort of eight to ten images that we really would like to present as, you know, as our work, um, as part of the collective, um, printing those out and then getting getting together in person and starting to mix and match and plot. And it felt like it flowed fairly naturally from that. But I think it was really helpful that we were able to meet in person to sort of kickstart that process. Yeah. So, yeah. You don't get many... So, so I was going to say we don't get many opportunities to meet face to face as a collective, um, because we're all fairly busy and in different um, geographical uh, uh, parts of the UK. Um, but we did get together and to put together the sequence of images, which was a very very important step in the process. A really enjoyable day we all met um, at Rachel Talibart's place and. Uh, and, and and matched all the images together in the order they'd form in the book as well. So yeah, Matt, I suppose obviously everyone I think's got eight images in the book. Was there a set number that everyone was to contribute? What was what was your thought process behind what images you wanted to think about representing your work? But also did you consider how they would fit in with everyone else's work as well? Well, when we sort of when we sort of agreed that, you know, this is what we were going to do, we all kind of got 10, 15 sort of photographs. Yeah. And it <clears throat> certainly when I picked picked the images, I, I kind of, um, I went through my catalogue and picked, tried to pick a, a fairly broad, wide variety, knowing that, you know, the, these images are got to kind of sit alongside um, alongside other other people's sort of work and, 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 and sort of work sort of holistically. Um, and, and as David said, we kind of all, just sort of met met up, got round a got round a big table, and it was a big table, and we just you know we threw the pictures down and we had a discussion, and it and it took an afternoon, yeah. lots of coffee, lots of snacks and nibbles, and, and and we kind of just got on with it, and it was it was really refreshing, a really really sort of swift and and, and efficient efficient way of doing it. Um, I certainly wanted to sort of again sort of focus a, a number of the images 
in, in, that I included in the book sort of included that sort of mix of landscape and wildlife. So yeah. I certainly wanted to sort of portray that that side of my work. And because we all kind of know each other's work, all familiar, we we post sort of regularly to an in many of us had ideas of how you know which images actually sort of pair with with other with other photographers with, with other members work um and 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 that, i think there was a sort of i wouldn't say it was sort of you know thought about hard but it was sort of in in the background something i was aware of when i was sort of selecting my own my own images yeah yes i suppose as, as you say you all know each other very well and you know the sort of work that everyone's photographing and it's naturally just going to be in the back of your mind when you're thinking about what work you're selecting and I suppose, yeah, it's, it's, it's always interesting when you see a group of people who come together and try to bring their own interpretation of the brief that's been set, but yet making sure that they have their own their own touch. How did you find the process, Karis, in terms of bringing your your work to the table, so to speak, to to be critiqued in in, in yeah. by by the rest of the group? Um, I suppose there's like sense of trepidation isn't there you know you always have your favorites that you want to <laughs> you want to put forward and you, you you know you take for them to be voted out um but it was a very democratic process uh everybody was very supportive um and i, I think because we did have that prior knowledge and had worked together before um things did just generally sort of knit together. It, it, yeah. I don't want to overcomplicate it because it really wasn't that complicated and maybe we were fortunate, um, but I think we all were fairly open-minded. Nobody was particularly protective. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I have to say when we did see the, the design in its first stage um, in electronic form, you know, then we just adjusted things. And I think even at the first proof stage, we made some tiny refinements because certain things weren't quite quite working. But I think we had such a solid first go at it. It really stood us in good stead for the remainder of the process. Yeah, it set us up well. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm amazed that you actually managed to do it in an afternoon or a day, to be perfectly honest. Um, but I suspect that that's also testament to the fact that you know you you know each other's work and you know each other's people as well. Which, because I think your per people's personalities is reflected through their work, um, and and through their choices. How was the process for you, David, compared to? doing your own work when you're in total control and you can be as OCD as you want when it's your own work but when you're when you're bringing it to the table it's something it's a bit it's a bit of a different experience yeah it, indeed because um you know you you have your own personal favorites and that wasn't the criteria in which to bring them to the table for the for Pahalian selection one of the things I had in foremost in my mind is that I didn't want too much overlap with the content of shoreline you know i wanted a, a new set of images um and and i i actually it was 18 months i think since i'd completed the design for my own book so i'd had 18 months worth of of, of new images and i could pick and choose you know I, I a selection of those to, to be shortlisted as well and i i you know how we and put the book together we wanted it to flow we wanted um images that sit opposite each other on a on a spread um to to work together and not necessarily be by the same author as well so i you know if i'd had my shortlist and and one of those images wasn't selected i wasn't precious about it in any way because i could see that that didn't work in terms of the sequence of the book and what we were trying to achieve and and to be honest the shortlist i'd put together i'd be pleased if any and you know of for any of those to be in the book or not out of the book you know, i didn't feel as if um any of my favorites had been left behind or anything like that it wasn't it it, it was more important that, that i kind of sat together with the other images um and in the sequence of the pages we were putting together yeah yeah, I, I think when, when you look through the work, I think the sequencing works really well, particularly to get images that really work well, correlate nicely together, but are not by the same photographer. Because I think the last thing you want to do when you're looking through a book that's a collaboration between 
a, a, a number of photographers is fine that you end up looking at the same photographer's images for three or four pages in a row, then you don't see their work for another 20 pages or so. And the, the balance the balance is really nice. It, it, it's a nice varied flow through it in terms of where different photographers appear within it. Um, and I also I also like the text as well, that the statements that you've each you've each written about your work. Um, now in terms of the in suppose in terms of the curation, was that all done on the same day, Matt, once you'd kind of selected the images, or did you each go away and come back, or did um Sarah go away and come back with an initial sequence? Um, no, no, we it was the the say the, the order we had a we had a good idea. Well, I think I think the sort of the key things where we we as we say we we sort of set out our, our brief for the book, so it needed to be as we say this sort of flowing this flowing yep. book rather than having dedicated sections with a bit of text at the front, almost yes. a catalogue of of each individual's work. Um, and then we we sort of got this idea that we wanted to write this little little narrative, not specifically about a photograph although yeah. it could um more sort of just about this sort of moment uh this sort of this time moment of time within within nature so we we kind of got those two sort of as, as sort of fixed points yeah or, or sort of fixed items that, that 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 we were going to build the rest of the rest of the book around and and as we say can't under under understate what we what we did it was incredibly organic it was just you know we sat around the table so this would be a really good place to put in um Put in a uh, you know in, in one of these stories, and we would pair the picture with the story, and, and you could just see it all all spread out on 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 the table. And then I think I took it away, photographed the order, yep. dumped it into like a like a an, in, an InDesign to create a little PDF, and then yep. and then Sarah sort of took over from that point. Yeah, it, it sounds very it sounds very easy process, and for anyone who's listening, I can probably assure you that ninety nine percent of the time it's not nearly as easy as as as. Uh, is being described to you, but at the same time, it must be very rewarding, uh, Karis, just to see the work naturally come together, and it, it makes it very much easier to then begin to progress with the project going forward. Uh, absolutely, you know, when you see that first proof and you're flicking through it, um, there's a sense of pride. For me, it was the the first book I've been involved in, um, so there's a real sense of achievement. Um, and going back to a point you made earlier, you know, about the flow of the images, I was slightly aware that, you know, with horses, um, they didn't, it, it was important that they fitted and that it didn't jar. Um, but I think, you know, the, the organic growth that Matt's mentioned, um, it, it really helped place the horses in an appropriate uh, context. I mean, there's a black and white one of one of my horses, and I think it's a Rachel's, one of her beach scenes from Iceland. And just the flow of the horse's mane really complements the flow of the dunes. And it's that sort of um, element that I think worked really well. And so you don't almost think about the topics, but it's the components and it's the flows. Yes. Yeah, so that's um, the um, there are probably a couple of examples in the book where we tried to do that. And similarly with, you know, Sarah does a lot of photography of big cats at the sanctuary in Kent. And, you know, it's matching the colours in maybe one of those images with a complementary landscape. Um, so seeing that all come together, it was, I was, I was sort of slightly concerned at the beginning how it was going to work. But actually, you know, when you look at the common components, if it's colour or form, actually it held it all together very well in the end. So, yeah. Yeah, was yeah I, I, I think, I think tonally the range of images from everyone is there's a, there's a, there's a nice balance. There's no real extremes in terms of really really vibrant colors or really huge amounts of darks and when you're when you're looking at that that makes a huge benefit entirely because i think that's always one of the when i when i if i look through stuff for other people that's one thing that quite often jumps out is when one image stands out as being totally very very different in a sequence of images whereas actually whilst the subject matters are all very different because tonally they all work um the, the, there's a there's a lovely there's a lovely commonness to them and, and nothing nothing really stands out as being as feeling out of place at all. How how did you how did you feel that kind of worked, David, from your perspective in terms of 
uh, fighting for your fighting for your position in the book and and how, how because everyone's always interested in terms of one how it flows all together but also how their images sit beside other other bodies of work as well in terms of complementary to your work well it, as as Karis alluded to it was a very democratic process and worked quite well and i think once we got first proof back we saw some things hadn't really work together as, as much as we'd wanted to. There were some images where when we got them back from the princes, the the the, the colour hadn't been rendered quite as we had envisaged when we put the um uh, bench bench test together, as it were. And one or two of the images that were um printed across two pages and didn't work either. Um example of that is I I'd picture of a kittyweight colony that has quite a lot of detail and lends itself well for a double page spread but it didn't work you know we had you know poor kittyweights cut in half uh you know in the middle of the spread but and yet some images did work well over two pages Karis has got one a beautiful one of um of horses on on dunes and i think we all agree that works really well and and doesn't detract from from it as a single image because it runs over the spine of the book and and I think we all came to a very democratic solution when we found when, when we come across these images. When we got the proof back, everyone had an opportunity to go through and respond to how they felt the quality of their image printing was. And one or two of us came back and said, actually, I'm not happy with the tone, I'm not happy with the with 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 the printing of that. Let's swap it out and let's swap it back in. So we had a number of substitutes on the bench already that hadn't been included in the um, initial design that we could swap in and swap out as necessary uh, when we saw the the initial quality yeah and from and from your perspective matt how, how was it seen i suppose the first sequence come through as as a proper printed document because it's very is is one thing when you're looking at something on pdf it's another thing when you see it in your hand and and because at that point you can really appreciate how a sequence flows i mean to be honest there's a as i think it's been mentioned already that when i first kind of got my hands on on it it was a sort of you know it was sort of a proud feeling actually you know yeah. you've got seven you know the, the seven talented photographers and and here is a you know a beautifully sort of composed flowing sort of collection body representation of all of our work and, and and as you said nothing is jumping or jarring yes there were a few tweaks that we had to do but actually yeah you know we nailed sort of 90% of it down you know when, when, with the, with that first with that first proof so it was um it was yeah, it was it was it was it was a good feeling and and it and it and as you say it suddenly went you know suddenly felt real like we 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 talked about it we've been talking about it for like the best part of eighteen months and then suddenly <laughs> you know you've got this sort of solid thing in your hand and to see your own work within this this sort of within this printed book yeah it was um, it was a special moment and pleased with the color reproduction of your work because again you're bringing together so many photographers who will all have specific views on on how their own work looks amongst amongst everything else i i, I think again i think it went well i mean yeah. we've, we've already said you know about the colors jarring and, and, and they, you know no colors jarring. we're all outdoor photographers actually tonally you kind of take a, a look at, at the entire body what tonally it's all it is actually all similar it's not really the, not really a fair sort of statement but there's a there's a consistency across yeah, across the way that, that we all work, which is interesting, um, and 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 maybe that's what sort of has drawn us all together in in the first place. Maybe it's not so much about the fact that we all live in the south, you know, the south part. Well, sorry, David, we all <laughs> at some point in our lives have lived in this part, lived in this part of the world. But actually, maybe it is because we are, we all have a similar um, consistent approach to to the way that we present present our work. Yeah. So you know, actually, in terms of sort of color, I think we were. I mean, I, someone say otherwise. There were, yeah, there were, there were a couple of things that didn't work. But actually, I was very happy with 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 the way that it worked straight straight off with the with the proof. Yeah, I think most of us were, and surprisingly happy actually. Yeah, which which is a fantastic achievement when you're bringing together various people uh, from from diff with different inputs. And in terms of the in terms of the the 
the physicality of the book. How how did you go around selecting those elements, Karis, and paper choices and things like that as well? Because mm-hmm. it's a different world well, altogether. Yes, I might have to defer to an expert on the paper choice, but I know there was a considered um, th- there was consideration given from the outset that we wanted something that did represent us, you know, it's of suitable quality. Yep. Um, but also we're conscious that, you know, the the market we're aiming at, it has to hit a certain pricing point. So it might have been lovely to have a hard copy with canvas cover or whatever. But really, you know, was that the priority for the audience that we would really like um, to be aiming our book at? Um, I will have to defer to David and others on the printing and the paper choices because I have to say it's not my it's not my specialism. Yeah, David, Matt, size of book is obviously square, which works well given the different ratios that everyone's printing to and things like that. So I, I can see that paper choices, lovely bit, of, lovely choice of paper. I think it works really nicely. Um, it feels a nice quality paper. Well, I, I, I will say that perhaps I did exert a certain amount of influence with the paper quality because um, it's the same quality I used in my own book, which obviously all the Parhelians have a copy of. So they were able to testify that that was a quality of paper yes. that we all agreed would work for us. Um, but to go back to an earlier point about you know how how we all thought it might work together. One of the things that helped me was that we had an exhibition back in 2018 and we saw all our work, individual work, together in one exhibition. So from that, you kind of have a vision how a book might work collectively as well. Um, And I just thought I'd go back to that point because it was something just just struck me as as why, you know, I thought um, we, we would curate the book in the way we did because i could see from the exhibition that our work would would knit together um quite well um individually when we had an exhibition we'd have one wall with sarah's work one wall with matt's work my work etc etc around the room but you could see from that if we did actually have an exhibition where we just didn't where we where we had um interspersed all the individuals images next to each other it would still work in the same way yeah. What about yourself, Matt, from your perspective? Is this the first book you've maybe been involved with or how 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 is the no, how is, is yeah. How is I, the whole I suppose, aspect of it? I suppose more, I mean, again, I've I've you know I've had stuff published in books, but I've yep. never been sort of responsible, so shall we say, for that. But you know, I I have a you know, a, and I should imagine we all do a, a reasonably decent sized uh, catalogue of of books on on a bookshelf just over over to the side some of them are terrible some of them are good and um in terms of printing and publishing and and, and quality so you, you know you've got something to sort of draw on and say actually I'm you know this is kind of what we're kind of going for um you know we in, in amongst the collection we will have square books um, yep. so you know sort of sizing and, and sort of paper quality and, and all of those sort of things and of course, you've got what other other photographers are doing, and you know their their sort of choices and and, and yep. that sort of thing as well. So, um, it was sort of basically drawing on on um, experience, drawing on on that that really. Yeah, yeah, I I I think uh, going back to your point, Karis, in terms of hardback, softback, I th- I think probably the the softback choice is is probably the correct choice. At the end of the day, your price point once you go hardback. Is is in a different lead, and and I I've men- I mentioned it probably more and more in the podcast these days, and when I'm speaking to people, I think so many people feel as though if it's a photo book, a photo book is only a book if it's a hardback, nice big shiny coffee table book, and I think people get lost from the fact that that's not nec- it's not necessarily what you need, and it's not necessarily what it's all about, um. But and actually, if you if you'd gone hardback, the price is probably double or something like that. You begin to limit your market, you limit your audience. People who otherwise might have done say, "Well, actually, I maybe won't." Whereas, actually, it's a beautiful book because the choice of materials 
are still such a quality product. So just because you don't go for hardback does not mean that you end up with a poor quality product in any shape or form, far from it. And actually, it's a lovely thick cover. The paper quality inside is really nice and exhumes a premium product, which is which reflects in, in the quality of the work. Mm. Oh yes, so that's um, it's encouraging your your observations because I think that's what we set out. You know, if there's inspiration to be taken from the publication, then we obviously want it to have as wide an audience as as possible. And yeah. um, the pricing point is going to be a consideration, especially these days. Yeah. Um, but I I think we all felt, you know, certainly when we saw that first proof, um, we thought we'd more or less got it right. Yeah, yeah. But David did guide us very carefully but i i I think it's right because obviously david you yourself have published rachel's published stuff as well so you've got to draw on the experiences of people who have done things who either can say yeah this is great but we shouldn't be doing it because it's not right for the product we are aiming audience or no we shouldn't do this because i've done it and it turned out terrible or what or whatever whatever the experiences are and and i suppose it's it's attention to detail that's that's where you benefit from we i mean again we a lot of this we talked about before we even sort of got around and and started to um Put images, you know, on on the table. On on the table, we we'd had a we'd had number two or three conversations about, you know, what our aspirations and our expectations are, and and where we were sort of pitching it. So yeah. all of those sort of decisions were made sort of fairly early on, um, and I and I suspect they will in some some way or another have played into um in, into the sort of you know in, into that into that that day where we 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 pulled everything together. Yeah. And David, do you see uh, future publications from the group? I'd, I'd like to think so. Um, you, you know, we've got um, a, a conference we're planning for um, 2025. <laughs> and um, so that's going to take up quite a lot of our spare time um, over the next 18 months, I would say. And and after that, I'd like to see that we 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 might have a book in in the future at some point. I definitely I, I'd like to think so anyway. And and perhaps you know if we are, um, we have a bigger audience, maybe a, 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 a you know a thicker book, um, you know more pages, hardback. We'll see. But this was this is our first first effort as a collective, and as as we've said, you know it's something that I think we can be quite proud of. And there were some new ideas there that I certainly hadn't considered before. I think it was Matt's idea to um, to actually not have the uh, names of the images printed on the page of the images, but to put them in an index in the back, which I think is a really nice idea because it you know it, it doesn't there's nothing to distract you from the enjoyments of the image on each individual page, therefore. So, um, you know, there's some nice ideas that came into play with the, which the group um, all contributed to. Yeah, I think I, 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 on the point of the, of the names of images, I think it's nice because you're not going through the book thinking, look, immediately looking down to the bottom of the page to see whose, whose photograph this is. You get to enjoy the work for the work itself. And at the end, you can then go back and see if you know the person's work, it, it can obviously be quite obvious at times who 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 whose work it is. But when you don't necessarily know everyone's work, it can have to, it can often be a surprise when you think it maybe is one photographer and actually turns out to be someone else. So I think it's quite nice that everyone can just bring their their own interpretation to it. Um, and from your perspective, Matt, do you think it would encourage you to do books of your own work on a solo basis? Or I, I think I think you know. I, I think we got lucky, um, but I think uh, yeah, yeah. At, at some point, I, it's something I've I've thought about um, sort of frequently over the last sort of last sort of couple of years, and I've never kind of had the confidence to sort of um, you know, get on with it really. But yeah. uh, you know, having this sort of as, as an experience, you know, when when the time does feel sort of right and appropriate. You know, to have this, to have this under, under the belt, sort of thing, yeah. to 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 learn from and take forward is, is is very positive. Yeah. What about you, Karis? Positive experience, and is it something you would look to do incorporate into your own personal work going forward as well? 
Yes, I think, I mean, I've thoroughly enjoyed the whole process. Um, you know, it's been a long gestation period and we're just sort of um, pausing for breath at the moment um, before sort of regrouping. I, I've learned a lot. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't enter into my own book lightly. I think I might have, um, you know, gone in a bit naively Yeah. had I not had this experience. And it's something I would give a lot of consideration, but I feel I would be very well prepared for the whole process. Um, and I think that's important. Um, uh, but I do feel, yeah, there's a book in me. There is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd like to add to my body of work a bit more before I, um, Um, so produce something on my own, but definitely it's on the radar. Yes. Yeah. And Matt, if you, if you're to do another collaborative effort, how 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 would you see the brief maybe changing, or would you think there would be a, a set brief maybe in place for people to work towards? Because it's always very interesting if you just say, well, let's draw again on our images from the past, as you've all done from from this. I'm assuming, unless people went out and shot images specifically, but is there something to maybe actually? set a specific brief that might actually force you all to create new work specifically for a collaborative project amongst the group I, I, i'd be i would be a little bit i suppose a little bit nervous about sort of saying oh i'm going to go and shoot work yes for a yeah book uh certainly my own sort of approach and, I, and i'm sure that to be true you know uh, other, other members would be you know photography is much more sort of or uh, organic and flowing and of, and of the time and the time and place having said that i mean as 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 we've kind of alluded to um we have other um sort of aspirations and, and ideas i'm not sure whether you know a parhelion too um I, I it'll happen in what sort of shape or form it it, it happens uh in um i think it'll be a couple of years down the line before we begin to start thinking about it um Yeah, I, 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 I haven't even given it any, any thought. It's, it's, it's just, quite, just, quite just, an effort to get. Yeah, to... just, just so happy to get, just so happy to get the first book out the door, and then actually just enjoy yeah. the, enjoy the results of, of, of the efforts. Yeah, yeah. I should imagine it will evolve in, in, in some, Yeah. some way. Uh, Yeah. you, you would like to think that it would be rather than just yet another sort of, uh, sort of collection of, of images. Yeah, well, that Um, that's it, and I I think everyone, regardless of whether you're just publishing your own work or you're doing it as a group, I think every every everything that you you publish or share or present or exhibit or something, you learn from it every single time, and you'll always look back and yes, whilst the curation you you nailed on the head in an afternoon. There's always things that people will look back and think, mm, what, what happens if we did this? What happens if we did that? Or if we took a slightly different approach or we tried something different, how it might look, how it might present. And I think that's what all drives everyone as well is the fact that it is organic and things do change. And actually, if we become formulaic, we lose the interest, I think, to a certain extent, certainly from me, I would as well. David, any thoughts? Yeah, I, I think it has to be organic. You know, you, you, I've been asked twice recently, would I, uh, do I have another book in mind? And the answer is yes. But whether it's in two years' time or in 10 years' time, I have absolutely no idea. And and my, my, my answer to everyone who says that is just, I'll wait until I've got a coherent body of work of such a quality that I can be proud to put together in a book and publish. Yeah. And and when that point arrives, I will consider how I'll do it. And, you know, take the lessons learned from my own book and the Parhelion book and, and see how we move forward. But there's certainly no time scale on, on, on when that might be, I don't think, in my own mind. As I say, it would it depends exactly Yeah. on the body of work I have and Yeah. what do I want the world to see it? I think I think that's probably quite important, uh, quite an important point because certainly when you're working as an individual photographer, you do have your own sort of views on on how the world works and your concepts and themes and and and, and how it sort of feeds in into your approach behind the camera. That to a point is 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 perhaps I don't want to say it's less important. Um, but when there's a collective, when the, when there's a group of you, it's perhaps a, it's certainly would be certainly more difficult um, to sort of uh, to sort of exercise um, or to, to to approach it in 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 that in that way. Um, I think it's much more easy to say actually I, I'm going to go and photograph 
try and focus on a particular um, area or, or sort of a, a particular a particular set of ideas um but with within a group i'm not sure whether that that yeah. would be so i don't know something yeah. to think about yeah caris um yeah i think it was something there was something around the freedom we all had in this process that really helped I think it form as it did. And as Matt said, you know, to um, then be maybe a bit more specific for a follow-up, um, possibly it would just um, yeah. limit us. Yeah. So it's having that, we had a very, you know, very loose free brief um, and, um, and the book is the result. I think being more specific might impede us in some way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. At the same time, you know, maybe. Maybe, maybe it could work. Yeah, that, it's, I, it's something we need to think about. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes. There's, there's no right, there's no wrong. I'm just, I'm just always interested to see if, if, if you go from having something that's very flexible to and very accommodating to begin with, and actually whether if you go to something that's quite prescribed, does it have the same impact? I'm, I'm not suggesting for a second that it would, but it's, it's, it's an interesting. For me, it's an interesting thing to to consider and think about, um, just as as an as an alternative way to to maybe look at how you how you pull something together. Um, I think if we discuss that and we agree that would be the way forward, we would do. But we work quite well because we're leaderless. Yeah. <laughs> In a good way. <laughs> In a good way. <laughs> it's it's democratic, you know. People have. Yeah ideas and we we run them past each other and we all collectively agree or, or not agree to take them forward and it, it seems to be a formula that 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 is very amicable and and works very well for us all yeah and if it if it's working why why change it why break it that's the that's that's the that's the fact about it and I think we're fortunate in that we've all got slightly different skills and perspectives and experiences to throw into the mix. So, you know, in, in terms of um, putting the book together, we've got those who've got a very good um, sort of curatorial eye, if you like. Um, um, uh, I mean, my specialism is marketing and PR. So launch time, that's yep. when I felt I could contribute more. Yep. Um, David had the expertise on the paper and all these different components. Sarah um, is a graphic designer, so she helped with the layout. And, and it was quite fortuitous that it all knitted together um, and we could all contribute and, and learn from one another. But that's been one of the beauties of being in the collective. It's how we can learn from one another. Uh, and it is very um it, it is very democratic as as david said um no particular leader um but an awful lot of good ideas and knowledge one thing we haven't sort of really mentioned is that we 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 were doing um we were doing these sort of mini collaborations these mini collections on a on a weekly basis um we we were doing um we were putting together little sort of collections of pictures we used to call it parhelion wednesdays so actually, and we've been doing that for probably nearly two years. Um, oh, so obviously we're very familiar with each, with each other's work, but we were we we'd actually got this sort of background in putting out putting our own work of, of you know yeah. every week every we'd set a theme, everyone would send photographs, and then we'd put one of us had put those photographs together. So um, actually, we had we had got a, a background in that. Just, yeah, I'm and, sure and it that... will have played a played a part. Yeah, absolutely. Subconsciously or not, and as you say, the the skill sets of everyone coming together does does help in 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 pulling together a project of this of this nature and getting it out there for for others to benefit from, enjoy, and and see and see the work in in person as well. Um, and yeah, I I think it'll be great to it'll be great to see future projects. It's always I always it's always really interesting for me speaking to people who have done collaborative books as well because it's really interesting just to see how different people approach say a, a, a topic or a theme that's maybe set or how everyone works together in terms of curating the work in terms of fighting for their right to have their images there or in specific orders and stuff like that and um, and when you're bringing together i think this is maybe the second time i've done it where it's been a group of people who know each other's work it's a very different experience than bringing together 
six different strangers who are who are coming together for 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 pulling something. So it's been really interesting to to hear how how well it's it's worked for you, and the result is proof in the pudding in terms of a, a wonderful book that really represents represents the group well. Um, I know you're all probably big book collectors, as are many of us. Uh, and I always always like to finish the podcast with the expensive part, which is a few suggestions from everyone. It's about the only thing it ever gets a complaint from, which is the podcast costs too much money because people suggest all these books I then want to go and buy. Um, so it would be great if you could each share three books. I'll take it in turn, so I'll not ask you to share all three books to start with. So I'll hand over to you first, David, for your first book, if that's possible. Yeah, okay. Well, my first book is going to be um, Chris Killip, oh, yeah. uh, 1946 to... 2020 um i'm sure it's a book you're familiar with yeah it's a book i've got so that's as off to a good start because it, it saves it's, me a uh, bit of it's money a good start yeah well i went i went to the um the retrospective exhibition at the photographer's gallery at the beginning of last year he's a photographer i was quite familiar with anyway because i love his his work from the 70s and 80s um you know do documenting as he says himself the um those people who hist who have history done to them and those who have felt its malicious disregard. So it's very sort of much documenting the working class people from Yorkshire, the North East, the Isle of Man and Ireland and those places. It's a beautiful book that's really, really well put together. And anyone who's interested in that sort of um, gritty documentary type street photography, for want of a better expression, you know, I fully recommend um, the Chris Killip um, represents a retrospective volume. Yeah, it's it's a great book. I think the first printing of it maybe sold out very very quickly. But I like his work. I've got a few of his stuff, a few of his publications from Cafe Royal Books and things like that as well, and they're just really very very nice. Caris, first choice from you. Yes, I feel I have to start with a horse one, um, but uh, uh, I, I, I won't. I won't have this book. I can. I can guarantee <laughs> that. <laughs> Only one of my three is um, is equine, um, but it's Equus by Tim Flack, right. and um, a marvelous collection of work, primarily horses in their native environments, with which is something that really sings to me, and I really do prefer to do my photography sort of out in the field with horses that are native to a particular environment. So, for example, Iceland is a happy hunting ground for me. Yes. Um, there aren't that many people, but there are 80,000 horses. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good start for me. But, um, yeah, Tim Flack's um, work I'm a great admirer of, of anyway, but um, Equus is particularly strong for me. And is the, is, are the, is the work from around different locations or does he focus in a particular area? Yeah, um, worldwide. Yes, so from um, you know certain breeds in Austria through to Austria um, to um, Iceland um, and beyond. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Very good. Mm -hmm. Matt, Matt, first choice. Um, I'm going to uh, recommend a book, a recent publication by a lovely chap down in Brighton called Finn Hopson. Oh, um, excellent! He's yep. just launched a. Well, he's been photographing the South, the South Downs since uh, you know time uh, time began, yeah. and he has built <laughs> up a staggering, staggeringly beautiful body of work. Yeah, portrayed in a simplistic, um, elegant fashion, and and the book just I mean it, 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 it's something I think a lot of people have been uh, screaming for for a long time. Overjoyed that he's finally done it. It's just a I say it's just a beautiful a beautiful body of of work. Yeah, I would agree. It's a fantastic book. I was so delighted when he announced he was going to finally do it. It felt as though it was a long, long time overdue. During COVID, you saw so many people bring out publications and you're just thinking, come on, Finn, come on, Finn, come on, Finn. So it was lovely to see it um, because, yeah, just the tones and all the, the, the fields, the shapes, the patterns are just very describably and very identifiably being Finn. There's the, it's the it's the seasonality of it as yeah, as, as, well. as well you know it's it is I mean it is a, a oh, say it is just a remarkable body of work the the effort that has gone into producing it is the producing yeah. the, the photography is yeah. just phenomenal 
I do like his swimming photography as well when he's out in the out in the deep. Yes, I'm hoping there's one of those going to turn up at some point. Yeah, but I believe one will do at some point, so that'll be good. <laughs> David, next choice. Um, I'm actually going to go for a book, not by any individual, but I'm actually going to recommend a photo awards book that comes out every year, and it's the Natural Landscape Photography Awards book that comes yep. out. Um, and um, there's two volumes being published. I think the third, third, third year's volume um, comes out next year. And the reason I've selected this is, you know, I, I think this sets the gold standard in photo awards books. The quality of the of the design of the book of the printing is just supreme. It's it's wonderfully laid out. And not only does it include the, the winners and highly commended and commended images um, from the annual competition, but it includes essays by by other photographers and the judges and essays on the rationale for the selection, the judge selection process the judge has gone through. So it's very complete and, and open, uh, which I really like um, in terms of its transparency and um, the quality of the imagery and the photographers that have entered the competition and been successful in it, are, are, are some of the best photographers in the world. So I reckon recommend the Natural Landscape Photography Awards book. Volume one and two are out, and I think volume three will be out next year. Yeah, I would, I would agree. I've got both, um, and they're both really set to a very high standard. Um, I know there's a few design tweaks in the second one, which I thought really improved it tech size and stuff like that was tweaks ever so slightly and I thought that really made a big difference but I think I, I agree I think they do set a good standard for the amount of images that are included the reproduction quality for a competition which is always difficult just in terms of the sheer variety of images that you're focusing on um, so yeah I think it's really nice nice publication and, and as you say oh, um, sorry as you said earlier um, you know, you know people learn as we go on so i think you know um the, the publishers um tim parkin and and, yep. and the other guys they, they learn an awful lot in terms of which fonts might work better the size of the book has yep. changed from the second from the first to the second volume as well yeah. and and i think that works really well i just noticed it's exactly the same size as the quiz killer book by the way coincidentally <laughs> <laughs> Karis, next choice from yourself. Yes, um, uh, for me, it's a um, Dutch photographer, Bastian Wolt, right. who's primarily portraits. Although he's done um, uh, he's done some landscapes and travel photography in the past. He's very minimalistic, slightly surreal take right. on black and white black mm. and white portraits. Um, so I love the simplicity of them, um, and I love the geometric. Oh, I can't do my words tonight. <laughs> geometric shapes he um, sort of imposes on people's faces, and um, it, I find it intriguing. And I love that simplicity. Um, and I do like a photographer who gives me ideas of things that I might be able to do with my imagery. Yep. So you know, for example, people like Valda Bailey and and Doug Chinnery a lot of ICM and um, um, multiple exposures. And I'm starting to explore that with my photography, albeit with horses. Yep. It will be quite intriguing to think <laughs> how I could use Bastion's uh, yep. influence with my work. Yeah. But I, I tend to agree. I think some books that aren't, I've got a lot of favourite books that are not the sort of photography I shoot myself. And I don't want them to be because actually it's something that, that I enjoy looking at. I, I enjoy a lot of documentary photography because I, I find some of it really quite fascinating, the storytelling, the narratives, particularly when people have a really strong connection to the subject matter as well. But it's not something I really have a desire to go and shoot myself. But I think we can always learn and be influenced in some shape or form by what we see other people doing. Yeah, indeed. Matt, next next choice. Well, I, I'm going to continue with that with that theme. Um, of influence so um i suppose oh, i don't know if you if, if there's for, for me one of the sort of the the one of my favorite photographers is bruce bruce percy yeah and um the sound of snow is the one i have on my desk oh, but actually nice. you could go and pick up any of the other ones that are yep. over there and the reason i've i've included that 
is, as you say, it is not something that I find as you know sort of aspiration. It's not something I want to go and replicate, but it is the the graphic um, elements, the graphical intent behind the images, the, you know, the, the consideration and the placement of the key components within within that frame and how how an image is built and, and constructed that I find fascinating. And it yeah. is that that I, you know, I, I try to sort of learn from and and sort of use and in, implement within 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 my own photography, albeit yeah. in my own in my own way. own way. Yeah, really nice book. I have it somewhere on my bookshelf as well. And as you <laughs> say, it's 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 beautiful graphical elements as well, and just the the tonal em, tonal elements and separation, which which I really like on on his work. David, last choice. Well. For my last choice, I, I went to my um, shelves of photo books and I thought to myself, you know, what is my kind of go-to book in terms of image references, you know, if I want to get inspired? And it happens to be one, it's just called Edward Weston. I don't know whether you've got it. Nope. And it's printed by Chronicle Cromer in, from Los Angeles. Um, it's put together by a guy called Steve... Christ, or could be Steve Christ, which is very topical for this time of year. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's Chris Weston's work, uh, Edward Weston's work, sorry. <laughs> and um, it's beautiful, amazing photography. doesn't need much introduction for me, but I find his, particularly his, his work on intimate landscapes, which, as I mentioned, is a genre, which is something I, um, I tend to spend a lot of time doing. Um, his intimate landscapes have such wonderful balance and and rhythm within those images that it is something you can just go to again and just really understand how he how he saw the world and he put them together in a very cohesive and beautiful images and of course they're all in black and white and and really the standard of the quality of the printing is absolutely fantastic so Good. Edward Weston would be my Good. third recommendation. Karis, last last choice. Yeah, last choice. Um, Silver by Jonathan Critchley. Lovely. Yeah. Um, I love I love a bit of black and white. Um, I love his style. Um, he's helped me over the years as well. Just think about my photography and where I take it. Um, yeah. and sort of help to find my own voice. Um, but I like uh, you know I am drawn to that sort of minimalist approach, whether it's in my work or elsewhere. Um, and um, I think that book showcases that style very well. Um, so, yes, if I looked at my bookcase, that's the one that's most battered and torn, which yeah. is probably a sign of a good book. Yeah, it's very, very nice, beautiful book. And he likes photographing horses as well. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt, final final choice from yourself. Um, healing uh, oh, by yeah. Colin Bell. Um, could not include include that. It is a again. It is it's in in a very similar way to to Finn's body of work, and it's certainly something that I've again I I, I try to sort of replicate. I suppose is this idea of taking an area and and going and photographing it again and again and again in different yeah. conditions. You know, learning from from that from that landscape. I, I don't believe that you can truly go and take a. a a good landscape to photograph unless you really understand how that how that environment works what what makes it alive and i just think it's a you know i think there's if i recall there's sort of there's there's two or three locations that he's just photographed yeah. uh, from different angles different positions and uh, all done in his sort of understated um study-esque style um that is, uh, it's just yeah, it's just it's just a, a, a again, it's just another great body of the great body of work. Yeah, beautiful book, beautiful reproduction as well. Um, totally just 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 done, and as you see, it's a it's an intimate knowledge of of the the two or three locations that he just visits and knows so well, and and has, has studied them so well. And I would love to see some. I know he's been sharing some new work recently, so it'd be lovely to see what he maybe does. Because I think another book from him would be very sought after. I think, given yeah. the, the success yes. of Healing, and it, it was one of probably the first big self-published photo books, probably in the UK in recent years. Anyway, going back, mm -hmm. oh, I don't know, six years, seven years, or something like that. Um, 
But yeah, really, really nice. It probably was one of the first, yeah. as you say, self-published books that I that I certainly, purchased, certainly you know? of that sort of scale um, and that that sort yeah. of size. I, th- I think I think it was certainly up there amongst the amongst the first lot. But yeah, really nice, beautiful body of work. Um, so yeah, f- nine fantastic suggestions. I've got quite a few of them, so it's a relatively cheap week this week, which is always quite nice. But as, as I say, it's it's not about necessarily buying the books; it's about new photographers' names, new ideas that allow you to go and research and explore other people's work, um, and and take some inspiration from. As you say, you don't necessarily need to you're not necessarily thinking about copying or anything like that whatsoever. But it's just elements of someone else's work, someone else's approach that. You think right well, that maybe correlates with some ideas that I've got, and I can see where it takes my own work. Mm. But exactly. on that, yeah, that's it. And uh, we keep on pushing ourselves and hoping for some decent weather conditions so we can get out. Mm. And uh, I know most of all, all the south coasters love a, a good bit of a storm, whereas we just get rain up in Glasgow. To be perfectly honest, so there's there's nothing else really for it. But but on Not that note, a fair bit of that down there. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, not as much as we have up here, so hard luck. <laughs> but on that note, it really leaves me just to say thank you very much to to you all for your time this evening. It's really been a pleasure chatting to you about about the collective, about the book. It's a wonderful body of work, really, really impressive publication that you've pulled together. And and thank you for giving up your time to chat to me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, pleasure. thank you.